obviously today's big day. I don't think many people care about it as much. I do suspect that a lot of people will care when it is a televised trial for Donald Trump in Georgia, as I've told you time and time again. It's a Tuesday. Donald Trump is indicted again. He's charged again. He's got, this is his fourth court case. Fang is 100% teasing you. If Donald Trump is indicted in Fulton County, Georgia, we could see it all happen on TV. In Georgia, state law allows for cameras inside the courtroom. Remember the O.J. Simpson trial? We saw every moment as it happened. I don't think anyone in the media is even hiding that they're so horny for this. I'm horny for it because, one, it's great. I mean, it's it's so much, it's so many eyeballs will be on it. It's free content for me. I'm horny. Like, everyone everyone is just, like, salivating at the, at the opportunity for revenue. But also... We, as American people, and people all around the world who are excited at the prospect of watching Donald Trump in court are also excited. So I'm like, I'm excited on two different metrics. On one, as a content creator, because it is pure, unadulterated content. And two, as a content watcher and enjoyer. So it is a, it is going to be a phenomenal experience overall. Genuinely, genuinely excited about it. Georgia Grand Jury indicts Trump. 18 allies in election interference case. Let's go. The former president has been indicted again, this time by the state of Georgia, on charges he and 18 others engaged in criminal conspiracy. They are accused of trying to undermine the results of the 2020 election in Georgia, a state that he lost by nearly 12,000 votes. Now, just in case this is all starting to get confusing, we get it. This is the fourth indictment of the former president who is currently campaigning to be president again. And this one is on serious state charges, which means if he were, if he were to be convicted, he could not pardon himself. District Attorney Fonnie Willis has asked all 19 defendants to surrender within the next 10 days, and she wants to try all of them together. This sprawling indictment lays out an alleged Woo! criminal enterprise citing criminal acts here in Georgia and six other states. But Kemp can e- easily can and would pardon him. Uh, as far as I understand, the pardoning process in Georgia is not as open and shut. There is a pardoning board and also... Brian Kemp himself is not the type of person who would pardon Donald Trump, in my opinion. I mean, he's a, he's a Republican Party cutout. And if Donald Trump won the presidency, he would absolutely pardon him if he had the power to do so. I think he's that type of person because Republicans always fall in line. But having said that, Brian Kemp himself is not exactly fond of Donald Trump, partially because of what is literally going on in this Georgia case. Because Brian Kemp is the governor of Georgia. Before he was the governor of Georgia, he was the secretary of state of Georgia. And he was an incredibly corrupt, awful demon of a Republican, as is your job if you are the secretary of state in Georgia. It's quite literally to ensure that you're purging people off the voter ballots. You're making sure that there are no polling stations in like black and brown neighborhoods, poor neighborhoods in general. And that, of course, set him up nicely for the gubernatorial race, which he defeated Stacey Abrams in and became the governor of Georgia. So after that happened, Donald Trump, who had pushed for him originally, did the mafioso thing and said, all right, time to help me out. I've been a supporter of yours. Go ahead, give me votes. Now, he didn't directly say that to Brian Kemp, but uh, he he has alluded to it with Brian Kemp as well, including other people in the, the Georgia State Administration. When Brian Kemp said absolutely not and spoke out against it, which, by the way, makes him not a good guy, okay? I don't think he's a good guy at all. I don't think that this is... I don't think that... 
Brian Kemp, Raffelsberger, or however you say his name. I don't think these are like good guys. They're still Republicans, okay? But they are party loyalist Republicans and not necessarily Trump loyalist Republicans. They're party loyalist Republicans who are also smart enough to recognize like, I don't want to go to fucking jail. So Donald Trump, posted this said a large complex detailed but irrefutable report on the presidential election fraud which took place in georgia is almost complete and will be presented by me at a major news conference at 11 a.m on monday of next week in bedminster new jersey based on the result of this conclusive report all charges should be dropped against me and others there will be a complete exoneration this is a an extension a continuation of like the classic perfect phone call which was perfect perfect not in the way that trump thinks is perfect but it's perfect to show like criminal conspiracy and fraud it's perfect in the sense that uh in the phone call he actually said the exact number for example like he didn't actually ballpark it he didn't say 12,000 11,780 votes and then followed that up with one more than we have right now which is you know it is perfect for the fucking district attorney it's perfect for the prosecutorial team they're like oh my god how perfect is this for us it's a slam dunk case i have seen a lot of very funny defenses of this classic internet hippo meme comes to mind where uh he once famously said a lot of what's happening with conservatism in modern day is basically looking at like crimes and then making it seem as though it's not a crime. They'll just they'll, like Donald Trump and his defenders are saying like, I didn't know it was illegal to make a phone call to a friend on a Sunday afternoon. You know what I mean? It's like, that's not the point. You're 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 saying things that are illegal in the phone call, which is unironically the conservative defense now. People are basically stating, oh, it's illegal to say the election was rigged. Wow. Oh my God. They're coming after you too. It's like, no, they're not coming after you, Deborah. They're not coming after you, Hank. Okay. Like it's not illegal to say the election was stolen. You've been saying it non-fucking-stop since the election was stolen from you by Joe Biden. See, I'm saying it too. Joe Biden stole the election from Donald Trump. Sucks to suck. You got got by a fucking corpse. There. There you go. Arrest me, officers. I've said the the election was stolen. Notice how that's not illegal for me to say. Is it because I'm a libtard? No. It's because I'm not saying it in the act of a criminal conspiracy when I'm giving a clear directive to a person in a position of power to behave a certain way that is illegal. Here, there it is. This is the OG. New right-wing thing is describing crimes as generically as possible to pretend like they're not crimes. Someone gets convicted of conspiracy and they start yelling, wow, so it's illegal to make plans with friends now. That's what they're doing. Making fun of Mike Pence is illegal now, too, says Jack Posobiec. Calling Mike Pence a wimp is now a felony in the communist state of Georgia, says Cat Turd. Here's some more. Greg Price says, Things that are now illegal, according to the Georgia indictment. Asking people for phone numbers. Reserving rooms in Capitol building. Telling people to watch TV. Getting people to attend legislative hearings. It's illegal to rob a bank now. It's illegal It's illegal to go to a bank now. It's illegal to ask for money at a bank. That's what, that's what this is. That is literally what this is. And... You know what? If you were to ask me in like 2014, 2015, I would have said these guys know what they're saying is not true. That they are being deceptive on purpose because they think this is a good way to deflect away from the main point of contention. In 2023, I'm not so sure. I think they are this stupid. I think literally they are this stupid. I think they have bludgeoned themselves in the head with so much entitlement, so much American exceptionalism, so much American individualism, and so much American dogma that I do legitimately think they are this stupid. Like the family of the guy in Provo, Utah, 
who very clearly said, I am going to assassinate the president with my M24 that I'm dusting off right now. I'm going to wear a ghillie suit and I'm going to kill him. He's coming to the, he's coming to town and I'm going to do all of these things. He said that, right? He posted on Facebook. Then he followed it up by saying, FBI, I know you're watching, you know, come over to my house. I have guns waiting for you. You know, I'll, I'll kill you too. That was an invitation for suicide by law enforcement. Okay. That's what that was. Now, every normal person should understand that. And yet, for some reason, there were conservatives who were saying, no, it's his free speech right. Because I do legitimately think people are that stupid now. I do legitimately believe that people are that fucking stupid now. You're catching up finally? No, I think that there was always a lot of stupid people. However, I think the thought leaders on the conservative side were maliciously engaging with them. They were doing it in a cynical way. They were behaving dumber than they actually are because they think it's a de deceiving counter. It's a successful counter. I no longer believe that the thought leaders on the right for the most part, are actually doing this cynically. I think that they are doing it because they're just as stupid. The indictment includes 41 felony counts and is 97 pages long. The indictment charges 19 people, including Trump, his former White House chief of... Who's this lady? What's her name? This is the dish attorney, Fonnie Willis, who is not a great person, in my opinion. I think she's a massive careerist. She's utilized the RICO uh, chart. She's utilized RICO statutes against teachers. But most famously, she's utilized RICO against YSL. Free Jeffrey, Free Slime. I'm, of course, referencing Young Thug. Staff Mark Meadows, former lawyer Rudy Giuliani, conservative attorney. Attorney John Eastman, former Justice Department. God damn, look at these defendants, dude. This is a sexy-ass list, baby. Rudy Giuliani, John Eastman, Mark Meadows, and our boy Kenneth Cheesebro. He's back. Jeffrey Clark, Jenna Ellis, Ray Smith III, Robert Cheeley, Michael A. Roman, David Schaefer, Sean Still, Stephen Lee, Harrison Floyd, Trevian C. Cuddy, and of course, yet another incredible one, Sidney Powell, as we know. This is also from the federal case as well. Some of these are from the federal case. These are some of the other defendants. Kathy Latham, Scott Hall, Missy Hampton. Now, one thing that I will admit, I do love me a good story. I do love me a good story that starts with America's mayor. America's mayor that got to that position after 9-11, but won that mayoral role by being an aggressive prosecutor. That's right. Rudolph Giuliani is a very famous prosecutor. Famous for what? Famous for tackling organized crime. Using what statute? You guessed it. A motherfucking Rico, baby. If there's one guy that knows Rico's in and out, full circle, we're talking Rudolph Giuliani. You love to see it, folks. H how the mighty have fallen. This is a very fun story for many different reasons, but that is just uh, one that I personally find really hilarious. One of these people is also a publicist for Kanye West. I don't know exactly which one it is, but that was really funny as well. John Eastman, one of Trump's lawyers that got recoded, is going to be disbarred as a lawyer next week in Los Angeles court by the state of California, uh, due to his actions to push false allegations of voter fraud following the 2020 presidential election, the pro-Trump attorney now faces 11 disciplinary charges in an ongoing trial taking place in downtown Los Angeles. Things are not looking good for the Trump people, okay? Especially considering that Donald Trump famously does not care about defending those who have stood by him. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I love this shit. I love it. I enjoy it. And you should too. This is a moment where no matter how much of a Maoist third worldist or whatever the fuck you are, you can just sit back and watch a person with profound amounts of power who has been so incredibly and transparently corrupt get what's coming for him 
by other people that are also uniquely corrupt in their own ways, right? But still, it's it's like a telenovela. I am libbed up on this day, and I am not ashamed to admit that I'm libbed up on this day. This is my fight song. You know what I mean? I'm I'm Hillary fucking I'm Hillary Rodden Clinton. I just want to find uh, eleven thousand seven hundred and eighty votes, which is one more than we have. Rudy Giuliani is one of the defendants. As I've said time and time again in this perfect phone call, which Donald Trump is right, it was a perfect phone call. He very openly states the exact number, one more vote than what he was losing to Joe Biden by. Now, sorry, when you fucking ask that to a person whose whose role and responsibility in the election is directly controlling the elections, you're not just simply asking a question. You can't rob a bank and then turn around and be like, I'm just exercising my First Amendment rights. I just wanted to get the money from the bank. What the fuck's going on? As we have used the bank analogy time and time again. I don't have to be a genius to figure out that those votes are not legitimate votes. His lawyer called the indictment a book of lies. I consider this uh, very unfair, uh, very unjust toward me, but much worse (laughs) toward my country. The indictment also accuses several defendants of harassing and intimidating Fulton County election worker Ruby Freeman to falsely confess to election crimes. She testified before the House January 6th Select Committee last summer. Do you know how it feels to have the president of the United States to target you? In a statement, Trump's legal team... This was actually one of the most devastating parts about it, too. We can cover, like, a longer part of her testimony, but it was so... It was so sad. It's so sad. There are very real people that suffered as a consequence of Donald Trump's uh, schemes. You know what I mean? And the people... You know who was, like, at the... Leading the helm on the threatening of that uh, random lady? Rudolph motherfucking Giuliani. So I hope he goes to jail. Remember this? Trevian baiting Ruby into a police station? Oh yeah, I do remember this. Trevian Cuddy, a former publicist for Kanye West, was indicted today for her role of pressuring Fulton County election worker Ruby Freeman as shown here in this video. Yeah, we did cover this back then. Yeah, she's fucking freak, dude. Absolute psycho. I'm gonna call Harrison Bully. I'm gonna put him on speaker. Mm-hmm. Who's Harrison Bully? Harrison Trump has a week to make up the best lie of his life. I'm excited to see what it is. I mean, he's cooking something. He said on Monday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern time, he is going to go to an undisclosed location. I don't know where he said he was going to do it, but he is going to reveal verifiable, irrefutable evidence that the election in, in uh, Georgia was stolen. Oh, from Bedminster. Okay. Bedminster, New Jersey, folks. No better way and no better place to describe crimes against me, Donald John Trump. One funny part of this, I guess, uh, is is almost like a perfect uh, uh, thing that the, the multiple different prosecutions uh, since January 6th has created is an environment that is not interested in like any kind of serious rioting or anything like that. There's not enough organizational power. There's not enough momentum behind it, which is why even if Donald Trump would turn around and try to like hit the January 6th notes again and be like, 
They're coming after me, folks. We got to do something about it. We've already played that. We've, we've already watched that happen in real time. Even if he was like, I'm begging you, go out and riot in the fucking streets or whatever. He's quite literally being prosecuted for that right now. And all of the other guys who were willing and able to do that are currently in jail for doing it the first time. Law tip. From a Georgia law boy, the fact that he was indicted through a grand jury means nothing about the sufficiency of the evidence. Grand jury proceedings have no rules of evidence, no judge, and no defense counsel. It's largely a performative process meant to legitimize the indictment. He did everything right, and they indicted him. I mean, yeah, that's why Sean Hannity very famously repeated the old trope that a grand jury can indict a ham sandwich. That is a very common law cliche, but the official processes have to be uh, followed, and they were. But uh, of course, because they have nothing, the Trump side really has absolutely nothing to defend themselves with. They are going to latch on to anything and everything they can. Rank Trump's case in terms of open and shut, this one being the most open and shut, the second, it's literally the same as the timeline. The most open and shut case is the last one, the least open and shut case is the first one, and, and it's it's the same ranking. The first one is not necessarily a slam dunk. I've, I've, I've categorized it on two different metrics. One, by like, in terms of offense, like actual impact and offense, and how big of a, a mistake it was, and how open and shut it is. Every single one has only gotten worse and worse. The document's case is also open and shut however as far as like real time real world offenses goes mishandling classified documents and refusing to give them back is depending on what the documents are not as terrible as like donald trump openly conspiring to utilize january 6 try to stop a, a regular process from continuing succeeding to stop a regular vote certification process from going through in Congress is, is worse. The absolute worst one is trying to deliberately do that in the state of Georgia by having a phone call with the lieutenant governor and other people involved in, in the uh, elections process. So as far as like real world impact, the last one is the worst one. And as far as being open and shut, the last one is the absolute most open and shut one, especially considering that he you know, had it, this phone call recorded. Of course he did. He was the president at the time. Ridiculous.